Boozed and Confused is a comedy and weird topic podcast. Adult language may be used probably by me. While our episode topics may be educational in nature, we are not responsible if your children start dropping the F-bomb to their kindergarten class. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, hey. <laughs> everyone. Hey there. You really tried to start I'm trying to like to the read punch, the huh? body language. Yeah. I'm trying to see if, yeah. if I can beat you to it. Yeah. Welcome. How Welcome is another, everyone doing? Another episode. It's another, Tuesday. Is have it you, Tuesday? Have you given up on your New Year's resolutions yet? I've given up on making resolutions. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not doing them. All I try and do is just something for like five minutes now that's mm-hmm. all i try and do mm-hmm. can i do the thing for five minutes mm-hmm. if i can do it for five i can do it for ten etc mm-hmm. etc et yeah i don't want to brag but i did um two and a half loads of laundry today and everything is already folded and put away in my dresser you savage i so I've got about three loads yeah, I'm aware. right there on the couch. <laughs> That's actually the, the executive producer for today is all the fucking laundry from you that needs to be folded. Maybe after this. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, all right. Well, you uh, let's back up. Hi. I'm Carol Ann. Oh, right. Uh, this is Matt. And this is Booze and Confused. Again. Again. Welcome back. Going on three years now. Uh we have a me episode today, and the fun part is Matt has no idea what we're going to be talking about. I rarely do in the first place, <laughs> uh, especially yeah, when you, you talk about business stuff. Uh huh. Um, the CEOs and the CFOs, r- right? And the, uh, all the abbreviations. Yeah. Uh, but this one you did while I was out of the out of the house. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited about it. It's one that we've wanted to do for a while, and we've talked about before. Um, it's about um bill gates no this is about beth java no. beth jesus no no is it daddy elon no <laughs> no how about daddy fauci uh-uh they got the biden laptop <laughs> no no uh well you can keep guessing or we can just get into it but before we get into it you know the drill just, there's just like know. a couple things i have to I cover beforehand uh, first one is we're on all your favorite social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter. I've decided that is enough for me. I'm not joining Mastodon unless Twitter does actually disappear. Uh, we're not even super active on, on Twitter anymore. Um, I don't know. Shit's weird over there right now. But if you want to talk to us, the best way you can do that is by just DMing us on Twitter or Insta. Um don't don't write a youtube comment or do and make it really funny make it really mean <laughs> that's if our you can, favorite you can make me cry which honestly <laughs> really easy to do because honestly right now i'm on the verge what i'm on the verge right now i'm always on the edge of crying of crying oh my god we should talk about this let's unpack that let's <laughs> well you let's, see it, it all started it all started <laughs> When we uh, went. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, uh, if you aren't, you know, maybe your New Year's resolution is that you're taking a hiatus from social media. So good for you. Uh, see you back on Insta in about, you know, seven to 14 days when you're done. Um, 
you can email us at boostingconfusedpodcast at gmail.com. And I don't know, write us anything. Ghost stories, creepy stories, cryptid encounters. Uh, your favorite Rule 34. Uh, no. No, favorite... no, 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 no. Um, I was going to say like your Nana's uh, banana oh, bread recipe. Nana's bananas. And Yeah, okay. Nana's so, bananas. Uh, on top of that, if you like this shit pod and you want to support us, the best way you can do that is by leaving us a review and or subscribing and following wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, uh, we'll send you a yeah. sticker. Um you can lie and tell your friends that it's it's uh, for charity we are a charity alcoholics case of anonymous <laughs> sticker for getting one week through it yep there you go there you go uh but yeah so if you if you do any of that and you take a screenshot and you send it to us we'll send you some booze and confused stickers in the mail for free as a token of our gratitude you know and also just like commiserations Mm -hmm. commiserations Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and to top all that off what what are you drinking what are you i asked you first (laughs) uh i am drinking well technically this is past my fast time so uh we'll just consider this dessert this is a smithix red ale it's delicious it's so light refreshing never heard of it yeah what are you drinking this is a gin. I'm drinking a martini right now. <laughs> I'm drinking a dirty martini, shaken, not stirred, because I don't care. Um, this gin comes from Ireland. Uh-huh. Uh, it's the Meikle Distillery from Galway, uh, a really lovely distillery. Um, we went to a distillery thinking that it was whiskey because it's Ireland. And then we get into the shop and there's like one really nice guy just talking about stuff. <laughs> and I'm looking at all the stuff. and I go, this is all gin. Now, <laughs> I've never really had gin at that point. And so I feel really awkward. Like, it's like, oh, well, we got to buy something. Yeah. Like we were the only two in there. We, we had a freaking toddler with us. Who was tired of it all. So uh, we grabbed a sampler and it turns Schlepped out left it all the way home to Ireland and or it's been to sitting Chicago. It's been sitting on this Guinness bar for months. And you know what? It's pretty decent. I kind of like gin. Honestly, I like the olives more. I um I make them dirty, y'all. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's gin, vermouth, a little bit of olive juice, and like twelve olives. Yeah, yeah. I do it for the olives. It's pretty good. It's pretty florally. I don't know botanicals. Gin. It's what's it's, for dinner. It's gin. It's what's for dinner. <laughs> yeah. I On first sip, I didn't enjoy it, but maybe after I finish my beer, um, I would enjoy it more. We'll see. All right. So we're going to get into it. Um, I have a question for you, though. Is start, it for me? To start this or out. The listener. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. This is for you. I am the listener. Also a listener. <laughs> I am the watcher. Uh, do you know the Kennedy family? Is this about... Yeah, I know the Ken- like the Kennedys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The there's, Kennedys. There's usually like one name in particular that stands out. <gasps> Wait, did JFK Jr. Re- recover? No, 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 and, not and that return? one. Not that one. Is he back? <laughs> no. Is Daddy Trump making <laughs> this it happen? Is, this is not a JFK uh, Jr. return. Oh, this is video. his dad. No. This is his lobotomized sister. Yes. The lobotomized sister of John F. Kennedy. Yes. Yes. I do know about the Kennedys uh, and their secret hidden 
lobotomized sister. Yeah. Similar to the recently departed Queen Elizabeth II's yes. two hidden what cousins yes. who were thrown away into mm-hmm. obscurity. Mm-hmm. It's funny how that happens. Yeah. How these- yeah. Funny that you tie that comparison because uh, the Kennedys have actually been called America's royal family. And they're not wrong. Uh, I think it's like the closest thing we do have to... Uh, a queen. So would Marilyn Monroe be yeah. like the Meghan <laughs> where does Markle? She, yeah, where does she tie into to this? Can't wait for. But that also, Ted Kennedy would yeah. be kind of like I don't know Prince Andrew. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, something it's like, like that. It's like of all the Kennedys, I think he's like like the most crap Kennedy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's still kicking, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. And Prince Andrew, I think, is still kicking. Yeah, uh, hopefully also, not with kids also, though. Unfortunately, no. I don't think they, I don't think they let him leave anymore <laughs> he's stuck in the, stuck in the castle uh, um, his little sausage fingers like his brother <laughs> ew, ew, ew. um okay so the kennedy family is full of just absolutely wild stories from like accidental deaths and suicides and murders and assassinations there's also infidelity and drugs and hush money and cover-ups and nazi sympathizers and stolen elections question mark and assassinations. Well, that one, yeah, I, I said that one. In but there. like double assassinations. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, I just learned this today. It's alleged that JFK even uh, had an affair unknowingly with a communist spy. Dude just loved cheating on his wife. Jackie seemed like such a nice lady. You know, she really did. She would often call uh, JFK's secretary to see if he was banging someone else or if his schedule permitted him to be with his own wife for the evening. I would parallel um, Jackie with Diana. Yes. Yeah, there you go. I don't know enough um, about Jackie Kennedy, honestly. She seemed uh, like a not piece of shit. She's touched more brains than I have. I don't know what that means. Do you mean literally? Well, when her husband was shot in the freaking oh. head, she was legit like picking yeah. up stuff. They could put it back. They could just... Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. So if you've ever heard of the Kennedy curse or if you've not heard of it, you could probably understand why there is such a thing called the Kennedy curse. And it's everything that we just listed. Um, one of the family secrets or... Maybe not so secret. Uh, one because Matt just blurted it out before we got there. Look, I know, I know <laughs> shit. I just, I know stuff. There's like this little compartment in your brain that, like, the door just creaks open. It's like Rosemary Kennedy information. <laughs> I've got, I've got a handful of it. I've got a handful of a lot of things. Uh, yeah. So we're gonna talk about Rosemary Kennedy today. So Rosemary is uh, she's the third child, but the oldest daughter of Joseph and Rose Kennedy. And she was born September 13th, 1918. OK, Man, if that, that is so long ago. Yeah, it feels I, it feels like it was so long ago. And then you look at like our history and you're like, wow, that's actually so recent. Because I remember when 1918 wasn't over 100 years ago. Yeah, I know. Like the 90s it's like oh that was like 78 years ago that was like 80 years ago no that was like 105 years ago yeah 
Yeah, it's look, I don't want to talk about it because I'm still a 22 year old just figuring out my life after college. So 2009 was like five years ago. Yeah, no, it was. I'm not going to do the math, but I believe you. It was five years ago. Yeah. Uh, so Rosemary is born in the family home in Massachusetts. And <sighs> oh, good for them. A natural at home birth. Like yeah, a bathtub birth. Yeah, probably. Oh. Um, so her mother is giving birth. Right. And the mm. doctor is not immediately available because what else is happening in 1918? World War One. Yes. What else? Uh, oh, the Spanish flu. Yes. Both of those things are happening. I think World War One had ended by 1918. Actually, I'm I... I'm an idiot. I think I'm an idiot. No, let's do a let's little do a quick. World I, War One. I feel like the war ended uh, no. and then the flu happened. November 11th, 1918. Okay, so that's when it ended, and the war ended. Spanish flu start. Uh, in February of 1918. So there's a little overlap there's an there. Overlap. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds terrible. Y- you know how we're like, oh, this is so dystopian. Could you imagine living in the 19 teens? No. Being no. like, oh my god. You know that video? It's like, it's like the stick figures, and it's like you open the door, it's like 2020, like Happy uh-huh. New Year. Oh my god. Because mm-hmm. like I think there was like a like a missile. Mm-hmm. There was the whole like. Ooh, America bombed somebody and there was like, oh no, they're going to get back at us thing. Yes. That was like January and then the mm-hmm. koalas were on fire mm-hmm. and then COVID happened. All right, we're not and doing now this. it's 2023. We're not doing this. So anyways, it's bad timing to go into labor in 1918 uh, because your doctor's probably not available because he's off doing Spanish influenza shit. So also... Thanks for reminding us that it's been 100 years. Let's just think about how far we've come in 100 years. Think about the difference in medical knowledge now from 100 years ago. And just uh, that's like a continuing theme throughout this. As I chew on an olive from yeah. my martini, I'm uh-huh. thinking about it. You're just it. having little snacks over You're there? A little snack. This yeah, is a great drink. drink. Good for you. <laughs> drink and a snack. Um, so because the doctor is not immediately available, the nurse ordered Rose Kennedy... We'll refer to Rose, the mother, as Rose, and we'll refer to Rosemary, the daughter, as Rosemary throughout the entire rest of this podcast. Not confusing at all. No, it's it's kind of like you're Carol Ann. Yeah. And I'm Matt. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to refer to you as Carol Ann, <laughs> and you'll refer to yeah. me as Matt. Yeah, thank you. I just don't want it to get confusing. So the nurse orders Rose Kennedy, her mother, uh, to keep her legs closed while she's in active labor, because the doctor's not there yet. So that baby's ready to pop. And instead, her head is forced to stay in the birth canal for two hours. Literally, at one point, the nurse is holding the baby's head in. 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 Okay, so if you've never given birth before, zero out of ten would not recommend. Um, But if you're having a hard time imagining what it's like to be stuck in a birth canal for two hours, just like wrap a wet towel around your face and try to breathe. And I I don't actually know if that's a good analogy or not, um, but you could just imagine how much oxygen you would be losing. Okay, and that is exactly what happened to baby Rosemary. Um, I'm going into like nom flashbacks actually right now. You mean like uh, my mm-hmm, birth, though? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, uh, yeah. You experienced it, but you didn't see it. I didn't need to see it. Mm-mm, I saw no, the did. aftermath for months. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And the aftermath is still running around this house uh, as the executive producer. Bow, bow. 
So anyway, so Rosemary's getting older and she's missing developmental steps and milestones. So by two years old, she can't really sit up. She's not crawling and she's not walking. Um, By the time she gets to kindergarten, her teachers are actually like, oh, she needs to repeat this whole year. And the same thing happened in first grade as well. So it's not exactly clear the scope of um, Rosemary's disability. And back in those days, there was a lot of shame carried with disabilities. And I'm not saying that they're, you know, that's not carried into today's society. I'm not trying to, to downplay what anyone may be uh, experiencing. Um, we're just a much more accepting society now than they were in the early to mid-1900s. And I have some examples of how different things are. Um, so remember conversations about eugenics back in this time were largely accepted by elites. Um, So even like Joe Jr. Kennedy, her fucking brother, became radicalized on a trip to Germany in 1934, and he described the quote-unquote desirables, um, which included people with disabilities. And he said to his father, um, Hitler has passed the sterilization law, which I think is a great thing. I don't know how the church feels about it, but it will do away with many of the disgusting specimens of which, uh, of men which inhabit this earth. And his father, Rosemary's father, seemed to agree in his reply and said, I think your conclusions are very sound. This actually completely rings a bell. Um, in fact, like a very large like dinner bell. Um, the whole kind of like uh, interest, the appreciation of eugenics. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the Ubermensch is is a the hell of a drug. Yeah, we it's a did hell of a, an idea. We did a an episode a long while ago that talked about a eugenics conference that happened. Um, could be interesting if you're like wow, this is really fucked up and I'm interested in hearing more, you can hear about that in our eugenics episode. I don't know exactly the number, um, but you can find it. I believe in you. So a lot of the time, the family never really acknowledged Rosemary as having a disability. Uh, So Rose Kennedy, her mother, just like straight up pretended like Rosemary was developing typically. Um, So even relatives, aside from the immediate family, had no idea what Rosemary was actually going through and how she was developing. So sad. Um, So I think a lot of this just boils down to, one, concern about the family reputation, obviously, um, or two, complicating political aspirations, um, or maybe close loved ones and, you know, friends, family, whatever, would blame Rose and Joseph for having defective genes that they had then passed down to Rosemary. I would love to know how long it took them to connect that horrific birth story to um, how Rosemary developed. Yeah, this isn't doesn't sound like a genetic uh, tragedy. It sounds like you suffocated yeah. your kid for like two hours. Yeah, yeah. Um, I can say for a fact that we didn't do that. No. Nope. No. <laughs> Stop. So, age 11. 
I'm just not going to look at you anymore. Don't look at me. I can't. Age 11, Rosemary is sent to Pennsylvania boarding school for people with intellectual disabilities. They didn't call it that, though, did they? No, I'm sure. Mm, yeah, no, I'm you're sure you're definitely censoring yourself because um, they use that that R word all the oh, time. The uh, phrase mental retardation came up a lot in the researching of the story, and it just... I understand the historical context of it. I just don't particularly enjoy using it. So I don't. Um, yeah. But anyway, so it said that Rosemary never really progressed past uh, the fourth or fifth grade mentally, uh, whatever that sort of like age range is. So at 15, she's sent off to the Sacred Heart Convent in Elmhurst, Providence, Rhode Island, and she's educated separately from the other kids entirely. Her parents um, say what you may, uh, financial generosity <laughs> probably they helped them. the pockets. Yeah. They just go, oh, here you yeah. go. Here's a donation. Here, uh -huh. Also, here's my kid. Yeah. 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 Here's my kid. And also, um, here's a new tennis court. For the school. You're welcome. Was so, it tennis courts? Yes. Yes. <laughs> so um, the Kennedys managed to get one-on-one -on -one teaching for Rosemary by two nuns and like a special teacher. Um, they also provided the school a tennis court or tennis courts um, for their efforts, if you want to call it that. So at one point, they set John to go check up on Rosemary. And he reported back that she like didn't seem different really at all. Um, okay. So we're going to fast forward a little bit. Any questions up to this point? Anything you want me to clarify? No, I'm good. I'm on? solid. I'm solid. <laughs> I, I know this historical. Yeah. That little door is still, the door is still creaked open. The door's still open. I've got some <laughs> other stuff. Um, I'm waiting for the lobotomy. Yeah. 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 I'm no, waiting no, for the lobotomy. Because uh, that'll fix it. Yeah, we're getting that'll there. fix it. Uh, so it's 1938. FDR appoints Rosemary's father as ambassador to the UK, and the entire family relocates over there. So Rosemary and her sister Kathleen were presented to the king and queen in a like debutante coming out sort of thing. Okay, I definitely you said debutante. I heard WWE. <laughs> I would actually totally love to watch. Um, you know, we don't really have like a a royal family in um, I don't know the headlines as often as like across the pond does. But I would love to see some English royal family fucking shit up in WWE. The Rock is like American royalty. <laughs> He's got children. Yeah, something something like that. He, he has at least one kid. Yeah. Um, Anyway, so so uh, Kathleen and Rosemary have this like coming out to high society uh, thing at the Buckingham Palace. I don't know. That shit's weird to me. But Rosemary practiced the very complicated royal curtsy for hours. She rehearsed it. And they only had like two weeks really to prepare for this. Whereas like a lot of women back in, in those days had like months to prepare. I don't know what the fuck else you have to prepare for it, but... Uh, I will never know. You just, whoop. Yeah, I don't know. It's not like they have YouTube videos to be whoop. like, how to do a royal curtsy. That's, what? You just. I don't know what accent just, that is. You just go, whoop. Yeah, there you go. You look whoop. like a flasher, actually, but. No, that's, woo. <laughs> this is, whoop. Um, so, Rosemary, um, 
you know, does well at the event minus a, a, a part where she trips and nearly falls. Um, her mother never talked about this happening. The crowd never acknowledged it. The king and queen just smiled like nothing happened. So by all intents and purposes, nothing ever happened. Um, but abroad, when they were across the pond, she's enrolled in a Montessori school and she like flourishes just socially, academically. Oh, she does really wonderful. well. Um, her teacher writes back that Rosemary is making, you know, just remarkable progress and that she's seen a huge change in Rosemary. Uh, but unfortunately, because we're getting closer to World War II, Germany's aggression starts getting closer to England. So Rosemary has to leave uh, England. So she's sent back home to the States in 1940. And with this move back home, she seemingly lost her progress and just completely regressed, which is very unfortunate. That's so sad. Uh, allegedly, Rosemary became just increasingly irritable and difficult. And at this point, she's like, we'll say maybe 22 years old or so. Um, but she'd have like convulsions. She'd fly into these violent rages where she would like hit people. She would injure people. Um, you know, they tried to have her in like a summer camp and she's expelled from that pretty quickly. Uh, she stays for a few months at a Philadelphia boarding school and then she's like, officially sent off to a convent school in Washington, D.C. Um, so she starts sneaking out of the convent at night. And the nuns, what do you think their first concern was? Definitely not she's going to hurt herself. No. It's definitely not that. No. Um, She's going to contact a reputable news source. And try and have oh, no. like an expose on the Kennedys. <laughs> no, I'm. Um, They're gonna lose their funding for for new tennis courts. Oh my god, no! Um, my beer almost just—I almost just spit that out. No, the nun's first concern is that she's going off and having sex, and that would embarrass people. So, uh, so her parents are just increasingly frustrated and embarrassed by Rosemary's behavior. They're also concerned. Um, for their other children's political careers, not for Rosemary, for everyone but Rosemary. Um, yeah, tell me about how bright their futures are. Uh, yeah. How their well, legacy will sustain well, in this country for generations. Oh, we'll yeah. We'll never forget that, President. Oh, yeah. Ever. Oh. So, Rosemary, uh, is 23. Doctors tell her father about a form of psychosurgery called a lobotomy. Lobotomy. All the rage, by the way. All the rage. Oh, I've been thinking yeah. about getting one. Oh. <laughs> I've been thinking about getting one myself. You still have to be a fucking taxpayer in this house, so don't you dare. Would it not solve that problem of me having to pay taxes, though? No. My husband was lobotomized. <laughs> He has no by himself. He did it himself. He has no taxes. He has oh no taxes. Anyway, so so these doctors convince her dad that it would like calm her mood swings, it would stop her violent outbursts. And back then, um lobotomies were considered legitimate surgical approach approaches in medicine. Even though there were like overwhelming risks, right? Just like LASIK surgery, you could literally 
walk out of the operation the same day and just carry on with your day. Well, LASIK also you could go blind or uh, the FDA just started warning people that it causes um, no, it like such a lot psychological harm. What? Like, yeah, people, I mean, I have terrible, terrible vision. I've thought about getting uh, eye surgery. My eyes, I think, are actually too fucked up for the surgery. But, um, yeah, like there's a new warning coming out that they're starting to link some psychological distress to people who have LASIK and people what aren't kind warned of about distress? it. I mean, people go into like complete depression or like, I don't know, it's, I'll send you the article. I'm not going to read it. That's fine. You can read it. I don't know how to read. <laughs> um, so yeah, despite the risks for lobotomies back then, like 9% of all patients died from lobotomies. Um, at the point of which oh. they lobotomized Rosemary, interesting fact, um, Lobotomies, I think, had only been mainstream for maybe three-ish years, and about 80% of the patients were women. Yeah. They usually, solid test subject. Yeah. Well, they usually saved lobotomies for criminals or women who were seen as um, sexually devious or Witches. people with mental illness. Yeah. What's, what's that show that we started watching? Was it like um, Ratchet, I think? What? Sarah, what Sarah Paulson was in it. She was like oh, Nurse, Nurse Ratchet. Ratchet. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Ratchet. Yeah. It was called Ratchet, but not yeah. like Ratchet Ratchet. Yeah. It was like Nurse Ratchet, like yeah. one flew over the cuckoo's nest. Ratchet, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's all about lobotomies. We didn't finish it. We we yeah, I should go back it. and watch. We hardly that. got into it. I don't know why we stopped. I don't know either. Too many shows on. You know what it was? It was her other show, American Horror Story. With that Terrible. stupid alien vampire season, which I hated yeah. with, a, with an undying passion. Oh. Yeah. But she's a great actress. Yeah, Fantastic. Everything's hit except for that stupid season. And now it's dead to me. Yeah. American Horror Story, dead to me. Yeah. Couldn't get into the most recent season. Anyways, so we think about lobotomies just being in modern medical science. We think that they're like... I don't know, really fucked up. It's savage brutality. Yeah. It's 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 a horrendous thing. Uh pop quiz, when was the last recorded lobotomy? All right, hold on. Um mm, 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 mm. 1974. No, 1967. Very close though. Thanks. I was within 7 years, so I, I'm right. Yeah. 1967, which I'm willing to bet if most of the people on this podcast are millennials listening to this, your parents were probably alive. During the last lobotomy that was recorded in American, you're medical. saying recorded though. I'm sure there's. There oh, was, I'm sure there's I'm sure a lot there that they're like, "Ooh, off the just books." Just completed just now. It, yeah, <laughs> I'm sure one just happened in the last like 48 <laughs> hours. I'm sure one just happened. Yeah, I don't, I don't know about that. So, anyways, I just think it's amazing to think about how far we've come in science and medicine. Um, and now everyone thinks that they know better than scientists because they read something on Facebook. And Amazing. the Kennedys. Yeah, and the Kennedys. And the Kennedys. Yeah. Thanks, Kennedys. Who are not used to tragedies. <laughs> uh, so Rosemary's father, being the real father of the year that he is, um, arranges for Rosemary to get a lobotomy without even consulting his wife or anyone in the family. 
Uh, She'll be fine. Yeah, Rosemary is lobotomized November of 1941. Hold on. Do you want to hear my Kennedy impression? Yeah, sure. uh, (laughs) For supper, I want a potty platter. um, If I close my eyes, I'm actually listening to Mayor Quimby from The Simpsons. Which is exactly what he is. Yeah. He's a caricature of of JFK. Yeah. You uh, can lobotomize my daughter. Ah, she's embarrassing us. Yeah. <laughs> Good old little Johnny over here needs to be president. Don't ask what your country can do for you. Ask what can you do for your country. You got a little like Italian deli. Hey, owner. whoa. <laughs> <laughs> the What's- end of that. You all right, all right. You I'm haven't, gonna, you haven't played you much of the new Call of Duty, but no, I haven't. Y- all the sniper guns, like if you're sh- if you're scoping, it flares like you see mm-hmm. it. He's like, "What's that from the library?" Oh no! Oh my God! All right. Anyway, so I'm gonna give you a warning. I'm gonna recite a quote from a Joseph Kennedy biography that discusses the lobotomy. It's kind of fucked up, so if you're not really interested in listening, you could just fast forward about. 30 45 seconds or you can do what any normal human would do and just stop listening and go go do some burpees that's not what normal humans would do no 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 should probably get lobotomized yeah (laughs) should probably get lobotomized Uh, anyways yeah tell me this quote all right here's the quote After Rosemary was mildly sedated, quote, we went through the top of the head, Dr. Watts recalled. I think she was awake. She had a mild tranquilizer. I made a surgical incision in the brain through the skull. It was near the front. It was on both sides. We just made a small incision, no more than an inch. The instrument Dr. Watts used looked like a butter knife. He swung it up and down to cut the brain tissue. We put an instrument inside, he said. As Dr. Watts cut, Dr. Freeman asked Rosemary some questions. For example, he asked her to recite the Lord's Prayer or sing God Bless America or Count Backward. We made an estimate on how far to cut based on how she responded. When Rosemary began to become incoherent, they stopped. This part is not from the book, but from another source. The attending nurse is said to have been so traumatized by what she saw, she uh, quit her profession. That's how poorly this lobotomy went. Well, with a butter knife. Yeah. So this quote came from James W. Watts, who uh, carried out the procedure with Walter Freeman. Watts was under the belief that Rosemary was actually depressed, that she was not, quote unquote, mentally handicapped yeah essentially yeah. um but that she was just straight up depressed which would make sense if she was in that environment in england and the montessori school where she's thriving and she's doing really well and then she's brought home um and she's not given the same sort of support uh yeah could a hundred percent see that so all of the patients that those two doctors lobotomized were diagnosed as having some form of a mental disorder Um, Bertram S. Brown, who was the director of the National Institute of Mental Health, uh, was previously an aide to President Kennedy, uh, told Kessler that Joe Kennedy referred to his daughter Rosemary as, quote unquote, mentally retarded, um, rather than mentally ill in order to protect John's reputation for a presidential run. 
and that the family's lack of support for mental illness is part of a lifelong family denial of what was really so. So, yeah. Uh, It became pretty pretty apparent uh, pretty quickly that the procedure did not go as planned. It was not successful. And uh, Rosemary's mental capacity diminished to that of a two-year-old child. So she could not walk, she could not speak, and she was incontinent. Well, yeah, when you when you blast a, a knife into your brain, yeah, and you're, I mean, I I I like I think even like modern day brain surgery, like you don't need like a pain sedative or anything because like the brain has no pain sensors. I'm gonna I'm gonna look at that later. I'll. I, I'm right. I'm. I know. <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm right. Wait. Hold on. Is this a little door this in your head? This is a random like door. That's random opening. brain this is a random facts. Door. Random facts. <laughs> random brain facts. The only brain fact I have is, is that I don't think the brain, the brain does not feel pain. Interesting. So you're saying JFK probably was okay. I mean, I don't think he felt anything. <laughs> oh, he, I'm sure he felt the first one, because that one like went through oh, his neck. Oh yeah, it did didn't it? And then he like. Yeah. If you didn't, I, he got he got caught yeah. lacking yeah. on the streets and he got don't. Yeah, that was kind of like my last round of of um war zone. Yeah, I was in a car and I and I you, got got, got the, I got, got 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 in the car. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyways, all right. So after uh her father does this to her, do you think that the family sticks around to support Rosemary? What kind of question is it? What kind of loaded question is that? The answer is no. I know the answer is no. <laughs> it's a secret lobotomy. I know this. I know this answer. I'm asking you, the listener. Do you think they all had a change of heart and support? They're her? politicians. Uh, so they immediately institutionalize her, and she initially lived for several several years at Craig House, which was a private psychiatric hospital about 90 minutes north of New York City. Uh, fun fact, I think at one point, Zelda Fitzgerald, uh, Marilyn Monroe were also here. There's like It was like a mental Zelda institution for... Yep. A uh, mental institution for, like, the elite, if you will. For the fabulous. Yeah. Uh, so, in 1949, uh, Rosemary's relocated to Jefferson, Wisconsin, and she lived there for the rest of her life on the grounds of the St. Uh, Coletta School for Exceptional Children. Um, it was formerly known as St. Coletta Institute for Backward Youth. So. Uh, yeah. I like yeah. how they use the word exceptional. Yeah. Because it's used all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Archbishop Richard Cushing uh, had told her father about St. Coletta's. Um, it held more than like 300 people with disabilities. And her father traveled to, uh, you know, the, the school, built a private house for her about a mile outside of the main campus. Um, and in response to her condition, uh, her family or her parents just like completely separated her from the rest of the family. So she was not visited by her mother for 20 years, which is depressing. And I think partially because uh, Rosemary's father never really allowed her to. I don't know if he gave the full extent of Rosemary's condition. Um, and he never really visited his daughter at the institution himself. So Rosemary's lobotomy itself was actually hidden from the family for 20 years. 
None of her siblings knew where she was even living. They had no idea. And um, her older brother was campaigning for re-election for the Senate in 1958. The Kennedy family explained her absence was just that she's, like, reclusive. Like, oh, she's just, she doesn't like the spotlight. She just likes to live in solitary. Yeah, sure, Jan. (laughs) All right. Mom and dad, thanks for letting me know. Uh, So they never really publicly explained her absence until 1961 after John had been elected president. So, Oh, I thought you were going to say after John got shot in the Uh, head. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, JFK was just assassinated. By the way, we had Rosemary lobotomized and she's been living in secret ever since. Sorry for not telling you, John. (laughs) Um, no, so they they didn't reveal that she was institutionalized because of a failed lobotomy. They instead said that she was deemed, quote, and I, I hate this, quote, mentally retarded. So in 1961, after uh, Joseph P. Kennedy Sr. had a stroke that made him unable to speak and walk, Rosemary's siblings were finally made aware of her location and her lobotomy itself did not become public knowledge until 1987. Um, and here we are now just breaking it to you. <laughs> yeah, just a little, a little bit behind. Um, so her father died in 1969. The Kennedy family gradually involved Rosemary in family life again. So she's taken to visit relatives in Florida and Washington, D.C., childhood home on the Cape Cod. And by that time, she learned to walk again, but she had a limp. Um, She never regained the ability to speak, and her right arm was just paralyzed. Um, She died of natural causes January 7th of 2005. She outlived her brothers by a long shot. Oh, yeah. Um, she was 86 and she died in Fort Atkinson, Wisconsin. Um, so her siblings, Jean, Eunice, Patricia, and Ted were by her side and she was buried beside her parents in Massachusetts. Oh, yeah. Ted's still alive. Which kind I'm, of. I'm sure her parents were like, well, at least her dad was probably like, oh, don't touch me. Even in death. You're fine. So that is the story of uh, Rosemary Kennedy, the the hidden Kennedy, if you will. Um, not hidden to me. Yeah, not not hidden if you're like Matt, who's got this little uh, American history uh, closet of your brain that just like ee- creeps open when the conversation comes up. As a red-blooded American, it's my <laughs> duty to know random American shit. Mm-hmm. And that's that's one of those things. Well... If anything, I hope that you, the listener, can take this um, and even just have a new, like, um, I don't know, party fun fact or conversation starter, an icebreaker, if you will. This Did is you a know- terrible icebreaker. <laughs> this is a horrendous icebreaker. <laughs> this it's is just, <laughs> It's your duty to know that politicians, by and large, <laughs> oh, I don't want to say, are shit human beings. Yeah, of course they are. So many of them are so self-fulfilling and so naughty and bad yeah they're very naughty they they do it for themselves how can you imagine how cool (sighs) the conversation would be if you're at a party with a bunch of people you don't really know that well yet and you're like did you know that jfk had a sister that was lobotomized when she was 23 and they hid her away until 2005 when she died 
my party trick in college was memorizing <laughs> Shakespearean soliloquies. Yeah, I don't know. I'm going to go with the JFK uh, facts, the, mm. the Kennedy secrets. Oh, I like that, that one a little bit more. That was my party trick was Shakespearean stuff. Um, yeah, this also probably speaks to why I don't have a ton of friends. I have maybe like five or six. Um, I was getting a... You've got so many more than that, but go yeah, on. Look, go first on. of all, the cats I'm don't I'm not count. like a normal girl. I only have guys for friends. I... First not, of all, nor- fuck you. I'm not, I'm not a, a normal girl. I am I'm a, not I'm a, a pick me girl. I'm a pick me girl. I'm not like the other girls. Let's watch foosball and talk about the bears. I can't wait until they go to Arlington Heights. Is this what you and think they remain of me? the Chicago Bears? I'm a gnome bard. This Isn't that so quirky? Remember that first time we played D and D? Yeah, I remember. And I destroyed, and I destroyed your loot. Yeah, I remember that. My, okay. Yeah. We no, won't no, go no. into we're detail. Gonna but we're gonna stop right there. I destroyed it. Rolled a natural twenty. Ugh. All over that loot. All right. Well, now that Matt has revealed that he thinks I'm a pick me girl, let's unpack that. I'm about to go file for divorce, and uh, booze and confused will just be me solo drinking in the future. So. If you've made it this far in the episode, great. Thank you. Um, that's all for this week. I am going to go look up more Kennedy fun facts. I got a couple for you, but yeah. we'll talk about that yeah, off. Yeah, great. Off, yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll take that offline. We'll circle back. We'll, we'll, we'll let's, follow let's up Let's table via this. Email. Let's table yeah. this. I'll come yeah. back to you. Great. Um, my working hours are um, <laughs> 9 to, to 9.30. <laughs> and then I have a cigarette break. Like I eat chocolate. And then I take a nap. I'm I, on that French schedule. I joined a meeting today eating cheese. Um, and oh, that, that felt pretty. That's great. Like, I don't know. High it's so European of, of you. Yeah, it's so European of you. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, all right. That's today's episode. Hope you uh, learned some fun facts to carry into your social life. So. Yeah. Take care of yourself. Don't get lobotomized. Um, care for the ones who need it the most. Okay, bye. Goodbye.